Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Last First Date Radio. We are honored to be one of the top-rated shows about attracting and sustaining healthy relationships, especially in midlife. And today, I am so excited to be speaking with my friend and colleague, holistic health coach Nina Mandelson, about how to love your body from the inside out and having the confidence um, that comes from loving your body first um, and how it can emanate into your love life. And so um, Nina has been on the show before. She's a friend of mine. We actually got to meet recently, which was exciting. And um, she's very cool, and I know you're going to love her. And uh, just a couple notes about a little bit about what I do as a dating coach and the approach that I have that's a little bit different is that I take a holistic approach, just like Nina takes a holistic approach to diet and nutrition um, and nourishing your body. I believe that you really can't just fix online dating and then find your love. Um, I will often have people approach me who say, well, I just need a great profile. And the truth is that if you don't look within and see the parts that need some attention, the blind spots that you are not seeing, the the patterns that may not be clear to you but will be clear to other to me um, and probably to the men that you're meeting, um, if you don't really address those, it doesn't matter how great you look, how fabulous your hair is, you know, how great your profile is, it it's just not gonna work. And so I don't I don't do the little band aids on, on your love life. I look at the whole picture. And I want I want all my clients to go on their last first date. So, um, you know, really helping you get vulnerable and and reveal your true self when you're out there dating, um, to have the courage to, to stand up and be you. And um, my my catchphrase is to be a woman of value. That's something I truly believe in. And I'm actually planning my woman of value retreat, the second retreat. It's going to be in the fall. I'm just finishing up the last few tidbits before I start talking about it and putting it out there in the world, but I was just watching the testimonials today from last year, and oh my God, totally transformative, and I just, I love doing this work. So every week I do bring you a tip on how to be a woman of value, and this week's tip is step number eight, be firm about your standards. I just taught a whole course on boundaries, so standards, boundaries, Know your standards and stay true to them. And this is not just about love. This is about your whole life. I really, really encourage you to know those things that are lying in the sand, the must-haves that you need to make your life go smoothly, to be in alignment with who you really are. Because if you start giving up the things that are important to you, you're really giving up bits of yourself. And I don't want you to do that. I did that for a lot of my life, and I really don't want anybody to do that. So uh, I'm going to introduce Nina, and then uh, before I do, I just wanted to also just remind anybody who's single and not part of my Facebook group, 
which is called Your Last First Date. This is a private group. Your posts are completely private, and you have to apply to get in. But if you go on Facebook and you Google, you, you search for Your Last First Date, um, join our group. This is a positive place where people share the ups and downs of dating after 40. So I would love to have more of you, even though we have almost 2,000 people in this group. All right, so Nina Mandelson, she helps women over 40 end their war with food and make peace with their bodies. She's a certified psychology of eating coach and a holistic health coach, and she works with women who want to create a healthy, positive relationship with themselves. She specializes in helping smart women who already know what they should be doing to feel their best. These women have tried many ways of feeling good in their bodies, and they're still challenged to make healthy living choices happen consistently and sustainably in their busy lives. So join me now for episode 269, Body Love, Confident and Sexy from the Inside Out. Welcome, Mm. Nina. Thank you, Sandy. I love hearing about everything that you're doing. It's so exciting. Your retreat sounds amazing, and that you know Facebook group sounds juicy. And we, we talked about boundaries. I was on one of my Nourished Path calls, which is my small group work, and we were just diving into boundaries, you know, and how do you create that inner easy boundary that lets you take care of yourself and you know, keeps out what you what really doesn't serve you. Very powerful work. Mm. Yeah, boundaries are so critical everywhere in your life. So that's so cool that you talked about it in regard to your nourishing your body. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I have clients who have specific eating habits or, say, restrictions, um, and they were in the past embarrassed about it and didn't want to talk about it with their dates. Like, they would just kind of go to restaurants that didn't really have the food that they loved and and just kind of sit there and not be able to eat. And so yeah. I would encourage these women to be proud of who they are, to just, you know, assert themselves and say, this, yeah. this is what works for me. And, you know, nobody who's a quality person is going to care that you're taking care of yourself. And actually, I would be, uh, I would respect a person more if they told me that this is what they needed to, for self-care. Absolutely, absolutely. And often what happens is when we don't do that, when we don't set those boundaries and, you know, life happens and it starts to feel like life is happening to us when we don't have boundaries and everything feels like too much and I'm not getting my needs met, then women who are predisposed to turning to food to soothe and to take care of themselves go to the food and Mm -hmm. eat more than serves their body or make choices that don't really serve their body, even when they know what the right thing is to do, but when they don't feel taken care of out in the outside world because their boundaries haven't been clear, suddenly it's like, okay, well, let let me soothe myself. Let me take care of myself in the way that is, this always worked, right? That pizza or muffin or whatever. Um, And I'm not saying that pizza or muffins are a terrible thing. It's just that, is that really what you need? Or are you using that as a way to create a boundary, right? Like now mm-hmm. I'm taking care of myself. Now I push the outside out. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's so important. Um, 
why why are women struggling like this so much? Why are they not feeling good about themselves? Yeah, such an important place to start is why is this going on? So it's layers and layers and and you know of our culture saying women should look a certain way in order to be acceptable, in order to be desirable, in order to be valued, right? I love how that's your your catch phrase, you know, a woman of value. But so many women think, okay, the only way I can be valued is if I look like that woman on that billboard or in that magazine or on Instagram, right? That's how I can value myself if I'm a certain size. And our culture perpetuates that with a billion-dollar diet industry. So you want to be that, oh, don't you want to be that size? Here, if you want to be that size, let me put you on this diet and this diet and this diet and this diet, and that's going to cure it, right? We're going to fix you because something's wrong with you that you don't fit into that mold. And the reality is, is that mold is crazy and was created mostly to create money, right? That whole women didn't used to have to be or supposed to be tiny tiny it what came out of the clothing industry out of the fashion industry right so we've been conditioned to think and so have men often but not always it's not actually what they think it's often what we think they think but there's that conditioning of oh i'm supposed to be a certain size, a certain weight, I'm supposed to have a certain look, and if I don't, then I should hate myself, and I should always be in a, in a, in a relationship of a project. My body is a project, and I've got to do something about it. Uh-huh. And so we're relegated to these, um, and I, I'll get into it a little more, but these two specific phases of the of body relationship and there's five phases that I have in my body love map but the first two phases are that body hate you know ugh, there's something wrong with me I don't like the way I look I look in the mirror you know my butt is too big my thighs are too big I just you know I don't like whatever right and I just don't want to deal with my body so we're living either in that body hate or what sometimes happens is, I don't want to be here, let me do something about it. So we get into body management. Self-care is a chore. Okay, I better go to the gym. I better go on a diet. I better get into control. I feel out of control of my food, and I better get myself back into control. And so mm-hmm. women are often sitting in that, the, that realm of body hate or body management, and it's painful. Right. And terrible. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way. No, um, so, so much of it is is in their heads. So they're, it's what they're influenced by, and it's what they interpret, and how they, you know, so how they interpret it, and what they do about it or don't do about it. Right. So, and it's interesting because we can go well, it's in our heads. But it's not just in our heads. When it comes to body and food, we can't divorce the individual experience from the cultural experience. You know, it's really a woman claiming her size, her body shape, her own brand of beauty. And I know this may seem a little far-fetched for some, but I really see it as a political statement. It's like, you know what, I am fine, more than fine. I am fabulous the way I am in this particular body. Right? 
for us uh-huh. to step into our own body confidence, our own sense of body appreciation, our own sense of body ease is very, very powerful, but it feels elusive to many, right? So some, I know for many, many years I was in body hate, right, not liking what I saw in the mirror. And I thought, okay, well, I'll just get myself to body love. Like, I know I should love my body, so I'll try to diet myself there. Well, that definitely didn't work. Decades of dieting, I know, does not work. And, in fact, there's a crazy and true statistic that 95% of all people who go on diets gain their weight back in five years. 95%. So that means diets do not work long term. And yet we're Uh still selling them. We're still selling diets, right? So you can't diet your way to body love, and you can't affirm your way to body love. I tried that. I, like, read every Louise Hay book. I love her. Uh I would look in the mirror. I'd be like, I love you, body. And it was like this little voice inside that was like, yeah, right. Uh It just didn't, I couldn't get there because I was trying Uh to do this sort of leap. And if you want to have a visual of this map, because it's actually a map that I've created um, and want to follow along. It's at ninamanelson.com forward slash map, because it's my map. Okay. So that's there. Um, so on one end of that spectrum, I call this the body love continuum. On one end of the continuum is body hate. The other end is body love. But we can't just fly over. People try to do it all the time, right? Like I said, with diets or with, like, I'm just going to will my way. And you actually have to sort of move through those different phases. So often the first phase that people walk into is that, like, I'm going to manage my body. I better do something about it. But there's something much more powerful that will move us to body love than the diet and the management. And that is getting into a place of awareness. So body awareness is that middle place on the continuum that starts to create an actual relationship with our body, where we start to actually have like a conversation. What am I feeling? What are the sensations? What do I, what do I need, right? And instead of looking in the mirror and going, ugh, I can't stand that blah, blah, blah part of me, we go, oh, there's my blah, blah, blah part of me, right? doesn't uh-huh. mean in, with self-observation, without judgment, right? That's what true mindfulness is, observation without judgment. So that's the kind of work that we want to have happen in that middle part of this continuum that takes us to a sense of body love and body ease. And the cool thing, pardon me, the cool thing is that in that place of body awareness, we learn something that I don't hear other people talk about, which I know in my work is crucial for helping women become a, ha, or have a sense of body confidence and ease, and that is being body current. And this is really important, and I just want to take a second with it because it's uh-huh. a concept that you can take away like from our conversation and start playing with. So body current is this idea of I'm not trying to get the body that I had in college and nor am I trying to get this idealized, quote, perfect body that I think I should have 
in order to go on that date and to meet the right guy. And nor am I waiting to have the perfect diet, the perfect body for that wedding in the summer or that party, you know, in the winter, right? I'm not waiting to have something, nor am I trying to get what I had, right? I'm living in the now body. Uh And that is so vital for women, especially when they're, being in relationship to other people because it's like almost when you're trying to meet somebody new or you're starting a relationship, it's like, well, you know, if my body was this way, I wouldn't feel so self-conscious. Well, Mm -hmm. your body isn't that way. Let's be in relationship with this current body. And then we can learn how to nourish this current body. And that's where my work is. You know how you talk about a woman of value? I talk about nourished women, right? Uh-huh. That's what we want to become is a nourished woman. So I know I've been doing a lot of talking. I'm wondering if you have any questions. know <laughs> um, so much of this resonates and I actually wrote a post this morning about how dieting is like dating. And mm. um and I I just I had this epiphany because I have gained weight over the last like ten years. I am eating less. My metabolism is slower. Um, I exercise every day. I eat less junk food, you know, and I think I'm doing all the right things, and I've gained 10, 15 pounds. And I'm not happy about it. And so I finally did something about it. (laughs) And so the thing is that most people complain about things that aren't working for them, and they keep trying the same thing over and over and expecting different results or using these short-term ways of dealing with their issues. Um, But I knew I had to, like, really change up how I was exercising, how I was taking food in, you know, taking certain foods out of of my diet um, in order to make changes. And, you know, without really getting expert guidance, it's really hard to do these things on our own. And I think what, what... what I'm thinking that our listeners might be struggling with is how do you love that body you have now when you haven't been yeah. happy with that body? So how do you yeah. how do you do that? Right. So that's that's the that's what this map is all about, right? The, this map is how do you get to that place of body love? Because it's not mm-hmm. about going on a super strict diet because, as I've said, that doesn't work. And as you mm-hmm. beautifully said, our body changes, right? So over time. So as we age, our metabolism changes. Our ability to deal with certain foods changes, right? When I was a kid, I could eat Uh sugar and it was fine. Now I eat sugar and I feel crappy and I feel Uh wired and then I feel tired, right? Our body's needs change. So we have to be in that listening. So being and, and accepting and feeling at ease in our now body takes stepping out of the box of fixing it, right? And that's very hard for women, but I just spoke to a brand-new client, and I said, I said, I want to be really honest with you. This is a different paradigm. We're not going to go the diet route for you to get to a place of feeling comfortable in your own skin. And she said, you know, mm-hmm. I've tried the diet route for 40 years. Uh, I think I need to try something else. 
Yeah. And I thought she said it so beautifully, which is just what you said. You've tr- if you've tried the same thing over and over and over and it's not working, let's try a different way. Let's try really working from the inside out, right? And that's uh-huh. what nourishing ourselves is from the inside out. And that's why it comes back to this body love continuum of moving from that place of body hate and body management into body awareness so that you can start actually hearing what does this now current body need. And then those needs turn into nourishing practices. We start to go, oh, my body needs to move a little bit more or my body needs, you know what, it needs more hydration or my body needs more protein or whatever it is that we start to, when we start to truly tune in. We go, oh, this is what my body needs. These are nourishing practices. Or my body needs more sleep. Or my body needs a little more play. Right? Whatever it is, we start to develop our menu, our own nourishment menu. And the more we start to incorporate that in our life, the more we become a nourished woman, the more we automatically and gently move into a place of body ease. And body ease is when we look at ourselves in the mirror and we're nice to ourselves, where we trust our body. We have a feeling, oh, I'm full, and we go, oh, okay, I'm going to listen to that. I think I'll stop eating. Oh, I have a feeling and I'm hungry. Oh, I think I'll listen to that and eat something instead of overriding it and thinking I better not eat because I'm on a diet. Right? Uh-huh. Body ease is a place of where our body experiences are positive. And the more that we can be in that place of body ease and practice those nourishing practices and experience more and more pleasure in our body, the more we can talk with compassion and kindness to ourselves, the more we just automatically drift into body love. And body love is where we start. You know, I'm sure we've all seen these women who just walk into a room and they just look at ease in their body at any size. Uh-huh. They look like they like like really embodied. They're in their skin. They feel good. And so there's yep. a sense of ah, okay. They have a like a sensuality to them. They're comfortable with their sexuality. The way they talk about themselves is affirming. It's not degrading. It's not diminishing. And there's a sense of oh, I'm allowed to feel good. And that is very uh-huh. powerful. And I'm saying like, you know, here I have outlined this map, you know, from body hate to body management to body awareness, from to body ease to body love. But it's not like a map like, and ta-da, you arrive at body love like a gym, right. you know, sticks a landing. You know, there are days uh-huh. I am in body love <laughs> and then suddenly I'm on Facebook and some image triggers me and suddenly I'm like, hmm, maybe I should go on a diet. And that's Uh an old, old thought for me. And what's helpful about this map is I go, oh, I'm in body management. How did I get to body management? Oh, I saw that image of that coach and she's, she's putting out a new diet and she's making all these promises. And that old part of my brain started to believe her. That's how I ended up in body management. Okay, I don't really love being in body management. It kind of makes me feel bad. I'm like I have to be in control and tight and restrictive in my life, and it doesn't make me feel happy. So I want to move out of that. How do I move out of that? Okay, the next phase in this body love continuum is body awareness. 
Okay, so how do I get in body awareness? Right, I tune into sensation. That's the first thing. What's happening in this body right now? Not what I Uh think should happen, not what used to happen, but what am I feeling now? So the map lets you navigate your relationship with your body, right? Just like I'm sure you're always talking to people about relationships with with a partner. Our body is the most important relationship we will have because the way that we treat ourselves will show up in our relationships always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I remember a date I had years ago when I was first starting this business. And I had created my first webinar, and the first step in the six-step process was date yourself first. And mm-hmm. this guy was very overweight. We were bowling together, and he was profusely sweating. And we went out for coffee afterwards, and he said, he said, oh, wow, I, I don't love myself. I was just hoping a woman would come along and love me anyway. And I'll yeah. never forget that. It really, it was one of the first times I've ever heard anybody say that. And I was just like, what? How, how could that possibly happen? Um, right. You know, it's so important. Nobody's going to rescue you, you know, and it's so sexy. And that, that level of confidence that comes from within and you can feel it. You can feel it when somebody needs your external approval for them yeah. to feel good about themselves or when they come whole and, you know, feeling good. But like you said, I love what you said about it's not a continuum. It's not just you get there like the gymnast with the, her legs landing like that. It's it's the same thing with grief. You know, I remember hearing this, the stages of grief and how people think you have to follow the trajectory of this, this five or six stages, I forget how many. And anybody who's gone through grief knows that you can be angry one minute and you can be in shock another and you could go back to, you know, pleading the next and then you can be fine and then you can go back to denial. I mean, it's, we were human. We don't, we yeah. don't follow trajectories. <laughs> we don't follow ABC and then you're done. Um, yeah. We're alive and we're interacting with life and yeah. things will trigger us. But what you did when you were triggered is the growth. And so what most people do when they're triggered is they go turn back to food or they turn back to shame. Um, I see that with the women I work with. It's, you know, I I was talking to somebody who just hired me recently for a six-month coaching package, and I was telling her because she was choosing between two packages, and I said, I really think, you know, based on what I know of you, that you would benefit so much from a deeper dive. And her takeaway was I think she thinks I'm broken Mm. and she was crying she really felt Mm. terrible and I said no no this is why you need the six month program because you you're not going to think that anymore when we're done you know it's it's not the brokenness it's that we all we all come from beginnings that weren't always healthy and and there's so much we can do to help ourselves. So whether it's relationships or food in our bodies, I mean, this is such a struggle, and I, I love the work you do. It's just, it's refreshing, it's nourishing, and it's not mm. punitive like dieting, which to me, I hate the word diet. I, You know, the whole idea of dieting is about restriction, and you can't have what other people can have, and somehow you're bad. You know, you're, yeah. you're being punished. That's that's how I always saw it. 
And I think that, you know, when, when I started to lose weight, the first time I gained weight, and I think I've talked to you about this, I was about 19 years old, was when I started eating healthy for the first time because I was so skinny my whole life, never dieted. And suddenly I gained seven pounds and thought I was obese. And, you know, when I look back, I was probably 129 at five mm-hmm. foot six. I was thin, and mm-hmm. but I was bloated. And I felt bad in my body. And mm-hmm. um, my mother took me to these diet workshop sessions, and it was the most embarrassing, awful thing in the world. And what really changed for me was I had a friend who was juicing, and her family was kind of, very extraordinary in that time in the 70s and they ate avocado and sprouts and whole grain breads and I took sugar out of my diet started eating healthy started exercising and the weight came off you know and I felt like I was rewarding myself like I found a way to to you know eat better um, and be conscious because I was unconscious when I was skinny you know eat a loaf of bread no problem so I think just this consciousness and being in touch is just such a beautiful system that you've created. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So if you can, I know we're like almost at the end of time here. This went really fast, but this is so yeah. rich and so wonderful. Um, if you can leave our audience with some ways that they can start to practically put these into use in in real life right now. Yeah. Yeah, so one really, really simple way to just connect with yourself in a different way and versus I should eat this, I shouldn't eat this, I, you know, I'm having a craving for this, I, you know, the whole war that often happens within us around food is just try on this one phrase, which is what nourishes me right now? What nourishes uh-huh. me right now? Just play with that and notice what comes up. Mm, I like that. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, somebody, if there's more... Yeah, go ahead. No, if there's, you know, if you want to dive into it more, definitely look at the map, which is uh, at com forward slash map. And if you want to really get on, if this resonates with you and gets on the journey, then reach out to me. Okay, and how can they do that? So the best way is to email me. I'm at nina at ninamanelson.com, and ninamanelson.com is my website. And I mm-hmm. work with people individually. I work with groups, and I do programs. And um, coming up soon in the beginning of October is the Nourished Woman Intensive Program, which is a 28-day really lovely deep dive into nourishing practices to sort of try it on. What does it feel like to really focus on self? And if you're just trying to figure out, like, how do I even, does this work resonate with me? Let's chat. You know, I offer a get acquainted session and just reach out and we'll chat. Perfect. That sounds lovely. And I encourage everybody to contact Nina. She is terrific. She does work that's unlike anything that you've probably ever done, and your Mm. body will thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much, Sandy. It's such a pleasure, as always, to connect with you and talk and just get into juicy juicy issues of women and feeling good about themselves. Such Mm. important work. Yes, and thank you for the beautiful work that you do. 
mm-hmm. in the world. And um, and thank you, everyone, for listening today. And I hope you all go on your last first date very soon. Have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.